We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It feels like Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the EP Podcast. I'm your host, Carla Alice. And with me today, Stream B co-founder and 2K coach, Frankie G. Heat in six. Wow. Frankie has the guts. Guys, let me know if the audio is a little weird. Again, trying to set up. Uh, trying to figure stuff out, so you guys gotta, you guys gotta let me know if if things are working, if things are not. Uh, I'm, I'm, we're 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 working through some stuff, so keep us posted if if things sound good or they don't sound good, so we can adjust as we go. I uh, want to welcome our Twitch audience, uh, of course, here on Twitch.tv/miheatbeat. If you're watching live, and if you're watching on YouTube, I thank you very much. Please hit that subscribe button; that really helps us, especially in these times. Help us with the algorithms. They like us. They like when you subscribe. It helps us like, comment, all that stuff. Uh, that that always helps us. And if you're a pod listener, uh, shoot us a review. If, there are a lot of angry Laker fans that gave us bad reviews uh, during the finals. So how about you bump that up from 4.5 to 5? Help us out there a little bit. Frankie and I have a lot to talk about today. Uh, that game, too, was bad. It was really bad. It was, it was like bad, bad. Yeah. Frankie, to me, it What's felt... Worse than bad? It was shades of um, of 2014. It felt like 2014 to me. Ooh, shellacking. God, I've written that off the memory. I forgot what 2014 was. I for, 2014 and 2011 hurt too much. I really don't like to think about them that much. Uh, but unlike 2014, I, I think the Heat have a chance to really get back into the series. 
I do too. Well, I mean, I, I don't really think that. I'm not going to lie. I don't really feel like they have a big chance to get back in the series, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're, we're going to get into some stuff and we're going to see kind of how things are, are breaking out for Miami. So I guess first things first, Frankie, the thing I noticed and my biggest takeaway from rewatching the game, Alpha said he gave us a bad review on the on the Apple review. That's that's very kind of you. Uh, Brass really wants to talk about those terrible jerseys. Maybe we'll get into that later, although I, I don't feel very passionate about them. Uh, Brass really does. He's been yelling at me in the group chat. My, my biggest takeaway, Frankie, is they cannot guard Giannis with Ariza. For two games, it's looked bad. I thought in game two in particular, he just stands no chance. Like, he stands no chance. He's he's not strong enough like Jay Crowder. I, I think he's just also been kind of bad in the margins. And sometimes they're like, am I going to double team? Am I not? He kind of does these weird soft traps and then, like, rotates late. He's just not been he's, – he's not been all there. And I don't know what better options they have. And we're going to kind of get into <laughs> the best of those bad options. But if he's unable to guard Giannis, like they have to just decide, in my opinion, okay, well, Ariza, you have to guard Lopez and we live with that result. And Bam has to be against Giannis on the ball, in screens, all that stuff. Because Ariza just can't. He's been bad in the drop when they when they use him in that. He's been and they've dropped like more than I thought this series. That has been a little bit surprising, and he's been bad just on ball against Giannis. And I'm curious if to you is like because to me that's been the biggest red flag. Yeah, and their double teams have been coming one pass away, uh, so it's an easy, it's a real easy read for Giannis, and he doesn't have to force the issue inside out. That's a that's a good look for any NBA shooter, and they've fucking killed us in in game two with that. Um, I think they mix up where the double teams are coming from when Bam isn't on him, uh, or you know transition and switches and whatever. Uh, they're gonna have to like really show them uh, some different looks. I think I think Spo has done t- uh, a poor job offensively. I think the uh, the the coverages. I mean, the, the to give the Bucks credit, they're a phenomenal defensive team. They have uh, fantastic defensive players, a lot of versatility. Um, Giannis Giannis is, is a monster Drew's a monster uh, and they're able to blow things up when Brooke Lopez is like your third best defender that's saying a lot and uh, Middleton's no slouch either he's uh, he's done a great job chasing Duncan guarding Jimmy whatever they ask him to do uh, so they're they're a tough team um, I think offensively they can do a lot more to help uh, Bam and Jimmy um, and free up their shooters I think defensively, uh, that's going to be the toughest task. I think their best bet is to control the pace and make sure they play a slow pace and their game grind that out. You saw how how playing a slow pace helped them the first game. And you saw that first quarter in game two when the Bucks went off to a blistering place. Miami tried to play that way too. And they start chucking threes, leading to long rebounds. And Bucks have athletes to get out and transition and push the ball. And they have mis- they attack mismatches in transition. Um, it all it's all gonna start with pace. All gonna start with pace control. You're not gonna win a fast game. 
So I want to get into the offense a little bit, like on the back half of the show, because I, I in the beginning, Frankie, I wanted to focus on the defense, because to me in game two, that's what stood out, because they got to they got to ninety eight points. I mean, it's like it's about what they are, right, this season. So I mean, that to me wasn't even as alarming. I mean, their offensive issues are their offensive issues, and, and I think they can kind of work around that. But and that I think is that problem's a little like more visible than the defense, but. The Bucks have done a great job this this playoff series of hunting mismatches. They've been absolutely incredible at looking for where's Duncan, right? And, and by the way, they've had Duncan defend Middleton a ton. And sometimes that's because he's gotten switched on to him and sometimes just because that's his assignment. And I think he's been fine. But against a guy like Middleton, you need to be more than fine. And I, I don't know how much of that. I mean, he's far from the problem. Right. But for me, he's been mostly fine. And against Middleton, you have to be better than fine. Man, that, that camera went away for a little longer, right? <laughs> that, that one felt <laughs> like it was an extra second. Um, so to me, that's one thing. I think Nunn and Tyler have been absolute disasters. I thought Nunn was okay in game one. And then yesterday, he was just trailing every play. They were looking for his man every time. Like, where who is Nunn guarding? And he's going to be in any screen action, whether it's the double drag, which Milwaukee got so much mileage running double drag with Middleton and Giannis. So you get Drew Middleton and Giannis in the same play. And Nunn is somewhere behind that. And Bam has to rotate to a shooter. And all, either you get a roller to the rim or you get Middleton or Drew wide open, which is not something that you want. Want. So they're overhelping on that stuff. It's Frankie, their defense is in flux. And I don't like they can't not play Tyler and none. Maybe they can slash one of their minutes, right? They maybe they slash Tyler's or they slash Kendrick's. But in reality, like and Goran as well. I mean, Goran's not free from although I don't think Goran's been like the problem. I think he's been like, again, fine for what he is, but those guys were like kind of like that that shit was like a fucking fire, fire drill. Yeah, they, you know, these poor, bad defenders have turned worse and and been mismunched, hunted guys by guys with size. Uh, Drew Drew is the smallest guy you mentioned there, and he's six four with a uh, close to seven foot wingspan, and he can shoot off the dribble. He can get to the basket. He's fast. Uh, he's he can make plays. Middleton is uh, isn't the fleetest of foot. Uh, and that's why Goran had some success against him, but he's also very strong, very skilled, uh, very good at shooting off uh, in the post, good shooting over guys uh, with without any di- uh, discomfort there. Um, Giannis is is going to uh, – you mentioned the Ariza thing, that Ariza is too, too weak to guard him. Uh, that's been a big issue. Last year we saw Jay. Jay, one of the biggest things Jay did was keep Giannis uh, 20 feet out. All the time. Giannis is catching the ball 20 feet out. He's been catching this ball all series 12 feet in. 12 feet in, 12 feet in. That's one dribble, one move. We know that spin move is coming, and he's able to do that spin move uh, for eight feet away instead of uh, 15 feet away like last season. Um, they need to do a better job of that. They, they need to do a w- much better job closing off all these actions, contesting. They, the Bucks shot way too many uncontested threes, and uh, that's a fault of, of them helping one pass away consistently, uh, which we saw all season, that when they help one pass away, they get torched. Uh, they need to work on their stunting and recovering. Guys need to be able to guard their men. Um, I expect we see some zone next game. Uh, they haven't. I don't think they've thrown it out at all. I don't zero possessions of zone. Zero possessions. That. Yeah, zero. I, possessions. I expect you know Spo to mix it up a little more in game t- uh, game three. 
I don't, Frankie, the sun recover is something that I think is the most, I think that's the most obvious thing they can do, right? It, it's what they did last season. It's, they haven't done a lot of it. I think they're, they're kind of switching a ton. And, and like some of the possessions where they switch none onto Giannis or Duncan onto Giannis, that's like, whatever. I mean, they got, they, they, that they can clean up. They don't have to, that's something that you can easily do. It's when there's like multiple actions, right? And a guy is trailing and he doesn't know, do I switch this off? This is like when they do the double drag, right? It's like, okay, well, if, if none's on the first screen, he's like, well, do I switch? Do I go under? Do I go over? And when a guy is like him or, or like Tyler, in them specifically, because Goron's a little more experienced and knows what to do. When those young guys who are just not good defenders off the bat are put in those positions, it creates chaos, right? And I think they overhelp a ton. That's something that I think can be corrected. There were a lot of instances where kind of Tyler's under the basket because like one guy is in the dunker spot and like Bam has to split the difference. And then Tyler's like, well, I think I'm responsible for like PJ Tucker kind of standing here, even though Bam's fronting him. And then all of a sudden this Forbes guy frees out behind him and then he's running and trailing or guys from his corner move and he's like not 100% paying attention and like Connaughton did that a couple times. And that one doesn't bother me as much because like if you cheat off content and he hits whatever, I mean, I mean, you should clean that up considering the kinds of plays that they're running. But, you know, if you cheat off a guy that's not like a great shooter, I'm not like too mad at that. But the stuff on Forbes, it was pretty inexcusable. Like and just him and none aren't. It's not survivable for them. It's not. And unless they're going to give you something offensively, which neither has. Frankie, Kendrick Nunn pick and roll as a handler was the highest used play Yes, uh, for game two. That's insane. That, and that, that was a lot of quick offense, too. Like, they they tried to respond to, to Milwaukee's quick buckets with a quick bucket themselves, and they were missing a lot. And that, those were a lot of those Kendrick looks. The thing about Kendrick looks is that the defense is going to concede that all game. They're going to concede the Kendrick wide-open shots, the rhythm shots for Kendrick all game. Because Kendrick's not a playmaker, and Kendrick's not going to get to the line and uh, create pressure as a scorer like that. He's not going to get to the paint and 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 uh, make the defense collapse. He's going to take a lot of mid-range and pull-ups. And that's good. Like You need that kind of uh, guy in your, in your team. You need a guy who can hit those shots. But he's not hit, he doesn't hit them at a clip where the defense is going to overreact to it, and they're going to take it. And especially when you're taking it that early, those shots you can get with 12 seconds left on the clock and he's taking them with 18 seconds left uh and milwaukee's just able to grab that rebound and push the ball and get another good look from them get inside out uh that's that's something they need to pick up they're not getting into the pain enough offensively uh jimmy and bam need to do a much better job both of them uh goron needs to help out as much as he can um it's tough with kendrick and and tyler they need to do their work a lot early too, man. Transition defense is fucking terrible. They're not picking up high enough. They're, no, but you mentioned one of your pick up your plays. Uh, Tyler's at the free throw line and he's got to he's got to rise up and then navigate a screen instead of knowing he's got a uh, Bryn Forbes who's the hottest shooter on the team in that game. Like it's just little IQ things. Um, head on a swivel, little little shit you learn in in early early fucking basketball that Tyler's and and none aren't doing. Uh, defensively, it's frustrating, but that's what you—that's what you get when you build your team with uh, a bunch of one-way guys. It's you know, Frankie. It's kind of unfortunate because like this, you know, like they—they they have so many leaky holes on defense, and a guy like Deadman. 
I see like he makes plays and he's not like a quick footed guy. And like he has to be in a deep drop because that's like really how he's going to survive. He's not going to like yeah. be crisp on rotations because it's he's that's not the kind of player he is. If he was surrounded with guards, I could say in front of somebody, if he was put in more situations where he doesn't have to like step out and make a play, he'd look a lot better on defense. But he's also an issue because the guys around him aren't good and he's not an eraser. Right. If you kind of funnel things his way, he has the length. He has the wherewithal to kind of contest and make it difficult. Forbes had a really tough floater over him when when he was kind of directed that way. But the issue is, is when you have guys like Nunn or whatever and, and Tyler and Dragic and, and he has to clean up mistakes. Now, all of a sudden he's in space and that's the last thing you want. And the Bucks know that. So they're going at those units consistently. These shooters are flying everywhere. They're creating mismatches and Miami just has no answers on defense, which has been their calling card. Now, let's see how we can fix this, right? Because we know what's going wrong. We see all this happening, all this havoc. And how could we fix this, right? I think they can do a couple things. I think the one we mentioned up top is kind of the easy solution. You put Bam on the ball against Giannis. That's easy. And then you put Ariza on Lopez. You live with that result, right? You And what you do there is when they want to run Giannis handoff, when they want to run Giannis as a screener, you know, you have a guy who, who, by the way, they were using Bam and drop. That was something that we haven't seen a lot of in the regular season. And when you get Bam and drop, with Jimmy on ball, because if Jimmy's guarding Middleton now, right, you kind of move Duncan off of Middleton and maybe you put him on DiVincenzo, right? You kind of shorten that rotation, give none fewer minutes, give Tyler fewer minutes, get some of your bigger wings in the game. And all of a sudden, you know, you have these competent defensive lineups. You put Bam in a drop, kind of fronting Giannis, get in front of the ball, and, and you really force their guards to make tough passes over length. And that's one thing that you can do. I think the zone, as you mentioned, is another thing you can do. I don't know how often they'll go to that. And I think you can probably do that in like maybe like when Holiday is without Giannis. I think that's like a or or when you when middle. God damn it. Holiday without Middleton. uh, You can do it that because you really like kind of lose that shooting thread or whatever. And and Middleton can really kind of break his own. A lot easier. So I don't know if you have any other solutions. I know that the big one is the two big lineup. Uh, We can get into that now. I don't know if you had something else to add and like maybe how they can kind of fix this. Um, I think the one of the biggest things uh, I mentioned it earlier, but uh, picking and choosing uh, where the doubling is coming from, it cannot come from one pass away. Uh, They can mix up the looks, send it from the weak side, help out that way. Um, send it from the weak side corner, weak side wing, mix it up. You know, uh, just don't let Giannis get comfortable with with possessions. Differentiate it uh, so that he has to make a difficulty uh, difficult reads. He's got he you got to make speed the game up for Giannis, and uh, or so, uh, so he's not seeing everything. And he's you got to force his team to make some mistakes in the half court. You want to play at your pace offensively so you can get. Milwaukee to to not be able to space it out, spread the floor, and run as uh, with as many shooters as they have, and they have too many guys that can get to the cup and and kick it out for for other shooters and make the game real easy for them. Um, defensively, man, it's you know the, uh, the biggest thing. Honestly, uh, it's it's unbelievable, but uh, the the bad defenders have to play better. <laughs> Tyler. Tyler, Goran, Nunn, Duncan, they have to play better. They can't be fucking weaknesses. They have to take better angles. They have to be smarter. They have to be sharper. Um, you can hide some of that in the zone. But uh, if you're all getting fucking mismatch hunted, you're all liabilities, and you're not contributing offensively, the Heat don't have a chance in the series. 
I, I think playing at home is going to help them um, on both ends. And I hope it slows down Milwaukee. I hope the, the crowd energizes Miami a little bit. Uh, I still think Miami has a very good shot at evening this series. And I, the way Milwaukee fans have come out this fucking series, they've been talking all this hot shit. Oh, I kind of want him. I kind of want this. Iman. Shout out to Iman, Shout who's fighting Iman for Heat Twitter. Ramil. Yo, and David Ramil has the guts, dude. David Ramil is more guts is, is John fucking Snow. Bring it against the fucking Bucks. Shout out to Ramil. Unlikely hero. Who would have thought? Right? I never thought Ramil would try to piss off a fan base. It's amazing. He's here. Besides he DM'd the- me today. He DM'd me this morning. He goes, this is fucking exhausting. I don't know how you guys do this. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, David, welcome to the resistance. Hell yeah. Uh, somebody, Zach uh, underscore underscore 33 asked, does KZ play if they go zone? No. I don't think KZ's ready at all to play. He would have been playing in the regular season if they if they believed he was he's, ready to He's contribute. not good. He's he's not good. I think that on ball, he can be a little okay, but with the amount of screen actions the, the Bucks are running. And hey, by the way, let's give credit to Bud. I mean, has coached yeah, he's, he's much an amazing job. series. I mean, he's a good coach. They've gone to different things. They, they, they've busted out new things uh, that they haven't against the Heat. They've been committed to attacking mismatches. Frankie, I, I still don't know what they do if they start targeting like Tyler, right? Like if like Forbes screening, right? Or who, whichever hot shooter screening for Giannis, right? Or Middleton, you know, that gets tough because I mean, if, if one of them screens for Middleton, that's an automatic switch. But again, Middleton's going to eat that guy up easy especially if it's an even smaller guy and Giannis is just destroying dudes right and and that help they're a little smaller Jay Crowder's not here and I think that's been talked about a lot we don't got to get into that but the help is a little smaller right and yeah yeah I mean maybe you put Jimmy on ball against Giannis too that could be a look and and you keep Bam off off ball to help that's an option but you, you I know. think that, that that could work actually because uh then you could still have Ariza on Middleton, which wouldn't be that far off from what he can do. I think uh, Jimmy on Middleton job. makes sense though, but yeah, no, it does. But it but Jimmy on Giannis makes a lot more sense than than Trevor on him, and it's a way like it's a, it's a look you can start with and then go to man in the fourth. They're getting killed on the late, offensive rebounds for two straight games. That's also an issue, and that I don't I don't know how they fix. That's just who they are. And the Bucks present that unique issue with all the kind of well, switching and over. It starts. It starts with getting Giannis out of the paint, making him work earlier outside, catching the ball twenty feet out, and not letting him get uh, out so early. It. I. I say make try to make Drew beat you going under. Go under. Pick a. Uh, mix it up. Make him hit hit ten threes. Make him hit ten threes. I don't think Drew's gonna hit do that. I don't think Drew's gonna kill you go if if you go under the screen like that. He's gonna hit. He can hit four or five. I don't. I don't think if you give him a steady diet of that, I don't think he's gonna hit enough. They gotta treat him like they're treating Duncan. As weird yeah. as that sounds, I mean, live with it. Live with that. Let's and, and there's there's a way like you know there's you gotta think outside the box when you're out talented. You gotta think outside the box. You make try to make them. Uh, ISO hunt. You you know you mentioned the Ariza Lopez matchup. You if you go to that, you may force feed that. Don't send any help. You live well with the post ups. Everybody crashed the, the glass, and and uh, and you live with the results. You got to do stuff like that. I thought that if they uh, were switch stuff on Giannis, that they would bait Giannis into post ups, and that just hasn't been the case. And, and by the way, credit to Giannis. And they haven't done a good job either, because he because you yeah. mentioned the offensive rebounds. He's 
if he's missing the first shot, he's getting the second one, getting fouled, getting a pullback. Easy, easy money. And the like you you mentioned this at the top, Frankie. The the passes on the double teams have been like it's been so telegraphed, and the help is easy. It's right there, and, and they they switch, and then he like there was a play that I tweeted, and it was an Ariza. Ariza was on the ball, and I think Duncan was on Middleton. Ariza said, uh, Middleton sets kind of like a brush screen. Duncan switches because Ariza was kind of off off balance. Can you pull that up? Can you pull the play up? I I can try. Yeah. So. Um, uh- but yeah, so like that that happens, right? That that happens yeah. to them. And then Ariza comes over to help because you know that he has to double team because it's Duncan low with Giannis in front of the basket. And you're just like, I, he has no chance, right? So yeah. he has to come and that that's an easy double. Yeah. Now, another thing, you got to make him sh- take tough shots. Like the, they got to do a better job pressuring the ball when they're trying to float those passes inside. Um which is easier said than done. Those are NBA, like Drew's a really good passer and, and play playmaker. Um, I, uh, I, but they need to make his job a little harder and, uh, and mix up his, the coverage looks on him, make him try to make him more of a scorer. He's going to be a playmaker and that he's comfortable as a playmaker. He's not uh, as comfortable as a scorer at, uh, you know, he, I mean, I know he's wanted to play two guard and play off the ball more, but like, do your job. Make, make plays on the ball. Make, uh, make him be be the number one scorer. Be be aggressive. L- live with the Drew Holiday scoring game. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to find the play because I, I I think it's like super I think it's super emblematic of of kind of like their, their main issues with kind of the doubling and stuff like that. Yeah. I would like some harder doubles. Like I, I, I we haven't seen and man credit to Nikai. Everything's he, soft. Everything's soft. Everything about him is soft. And and by the way. Credits to Nikaias because Nikaias even told me he's like this is not a series where they're gonna trap. It's just not what they're gonna do, and that's kind of been a huge base of their defense. And they just haven't gone to it. And I I kind of think that they might have to. Like if you have to hard trap Drew, you hard trap Drew, right? Like yeah. they're not their guards are not surviving where you can like not do that, right? Like if you have yeah. to double, you have to double. I, I don't really know what else you can do. But the thing is, when you help one pass away, because I, when I coached, uh, when I was an assistant coach, our coach liked to, we did pack line, so we helped one pass away. When you help one pass away, the next guy's job is supposed to come over and help to take away that first that first pass and not make that easy. He's supposed to stunt. He's supposed to switch on there and help the rotations on the back line and trust the guy who du- uh, who doubled to rotate over to the weak side. You're supposed to do something like that. They're doubling one pass away, and on the weak side, the weak side is being occupied uh, with with actions and or they're not doing anything. They're not paying attention enough. And you know, you got Jimmy standing around, Duncan standing around, Goron standing around, none, none, all these guys standing around instead of rotating over and helping helping the guy who's helping uh, whoever's in the post. All right, so I, I think I think we have the play. Let's let's go to it so we can Outside see shot, a little bit. So, yeah, Robinson, here we're gonna have the volume a little bit. Uh, so look at that. We get that. Boom. We get that switch right there. Right. So Ariza's kind of flat footed. You get that Duncan switch. You have Middleton on him. You have Middleton kind of there. And then look, Giannis is gonna take his time. Ariza, look. Ari- Everybody knows that Ariza has to come help, right? Because Duncan's in a one on one. Giannis is posting him up. That help right there. That's an easy pass. There's nothing there's nothing obstructing that pass. Look how open yeah. Middleton is. Look how easy that pass and that read was. Look at that. 
Jimmy has to come help. He's all he was all the way on the other side of the court. That ball's going up before Jimmy has a chance to get there, and that's cash, right? So they have yeah. they have no chance to get there. It feels like mine. <laughs> Listen, I'm working through OBS. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I always keep that. I always keep that off before, but then I I always forget when I start the new show, so the music comes. So we're, we're, we're working. Shout out to shout out to the kid for uh, for the prime sub. We appreciate that kind of support. Uh, Chad says, "Run the song back." It, yeah, dude. That that's just the shit that they deal with in this series. And like, Ariza has to be better. I mean, uh, you fucked up, and you just. I mean, again, the game was already going sideways for them. No, put that put that play back up though. Can okay. you pause it right when when the yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, when Ariza goes to help? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have here Giannis has the rebound. He's kind of going right. Ariza's there, so that's the switch, cool. right? Yeah, that's that. I mean, whatever. And 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 Ariza's again in no man's land. All right. So one big difference the 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 Heat did first of all before before uh the, he makes this pass when he's isolating from the three point line last year as soon as Giannis put that ball down the Heat were doubling they were sending looks at him so last year Ariza would have doubled there and for and forced that pass and Jimmy would have already been there or none whoever dropped down would have already been there next game go roll it back a little bit a little bit yeah right okay here. so you see. Yeah, right here is good. So you see Dante's coming down in the paint, bringing Kendrick with him. And Jimmy's holding on to Bam to keep him over. Ideally, ideally, Jimmy is a little bit over the, like right in front of Brooke instead of like behind him like that so he can get screened. So Bam can help and come over so Ariza doesn't have to help. So Bam comes and, and takes away the dunk. Jimmy can help and take away the pass. And they have to, Giannis has to skip past that over Jimmy's hands. It to 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 Drew, and that's what and you wanted for the Heat defense. You that's want what you want passes near Jimmy, exactly. But they but sending Ariza over is taking com, uh, away that that difficult pass and making it a fucking easy ass pass. Now go, go ahead, pr- press play, and Ariza ju- is late, easy. easy, boom, easy. Jimmy had to come from the the weak side lower block to come over and and take a shot away from the the strong side top of the key. That's the kind of shit that you're just that you can fix that though. Like that's not like okay, this situation's untenable. Uh, yeah. Somebody in chat uh, is asking like you just live. Uh, Zach is asking you just should they just live with that Giannis post up? I mean, you can't live without help. I mean, you you should help. Maybe one of the guys, you know, like you said, you help to make the pass hard. You can't make it that easy with nobody in sight to a fucking great right. shooter. Can't, and that was right. all night, Frankie. And that's what we mean that the Bucks are manipulating mismatches to get whatever they want to keep the Heat in rotation. And to be honest with you, the Heat are great in rotation. That's where they want to be. They're great swarming the ball, helping. This is not Miami Heat basketball. This is not Heat defense. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a pass that they were a little shell shocked. Everything went a little bit sideways on them. So I'm gonna give them a little bit of a pass, but that's not what they should be doing. All right, let's go real quick, Frankie, because I do want to talk about their offense. Let's talk about the two big lineups because I think that that's a really good transition to kind of both, like what it helps with on both ends. On defense, I think it's fine. They just keep Deadman on Lopez, but 
and he helps their defensive rebounding a little bit. I, I don't think they lose a lot. And, and if they just start using Lopez as a screener, you know, you have Deadman and drop whatever. You can manipulate the lineup around that so that it's not yeah. like your small guards. Like you can, you can, fin- you can work that so that it's not like a losing game on offense. Yeah, Deadman can show high. Yeah, you can show at the level, and you're not afraid of Lopez as a roller. Uh, or as a pop, you like you take Lopez like they did this last year. Lopez, they they made Lopez beat them as a shooter, and he shot thirty three percent or lower, and and you fucking live with that. He's not that great of a shooter. He's a big man who can hit an open shot. He's not an, a, a a weapon that you're afraid of. They're okay you know, with leaving like, Duncan open. You got to be okay with leaving Brooke open. Exactly. That's the guy you got to help off of because our guy Eric Bledsoe is not there anymore. That yeah. was that was. You remember the guy you last year. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No, but you remember last year there was a game. Uh, I think it was the last regular season game uh, Bucks heat in, in Miami and they, but Brooke went off. He had like 26 points or something like that. And he blew them out. Cause that's not a, f- a fucking uh, recipe for success for them. Yeah. You know, Brooke Lopez is going to get his diet hitting twos, hitting post-ups and you're going to live with the fucking results. That's why I really like the Trevor Ariza uh, bait of uh, having him guard him. I just think getting him off Giannis is good. I, like I said, yeah. the Deadman stuff I think helps their defensive rebounding a ton. Um, I think as a as an offensive rebounder, he helps him too. There was a play where I think Duncan missed a DHO and he got the offensive rebound. It was very clean. Yeah, you know, uh, I think Brooke was on Bam at the time. So like when you change that matchup, now Giannis is on Bam. Yeah, Bam kind of floats because he's at the elbow. So Giannis is a little bit out of the paint. The offensive rebound's not as easy. So I think there's some benefits to it. I don't like on Hangover Time. I know Alf and people were saying like maybe they should start that. I don't know if I'd go that far. Um, because on offense it does create a lot of issues. Now the spacing is wonky, and I thought Frankie, you made a great point on the timeline because I had tweeted out a play where they just looked completely and utterly like I don't know where to stand type shit, right? Like they're kind of like both Bam, Bam's on like the high post, and like uh, Deadman's like has a foot in the paint, and they're like, where do we stand? And Jimmy's like working with no space, and Bam kind of flashes, and then Brooke is there to help, and it's just like a mess. It's a disaster because they're all, they're three non-shooters playing inside the arc. And you said the great point of like, this is why you run this in the regular season. So you're not figuring this shit out in a leveraged situation. Yeah. And I mean, it's a good time as well in the playoffs to run it in the, in a blowout, like just give it a shot, try to find something that works. Uh, but this is exactly why when in those blowout situations in the regular season, you try shit out. Spo is well known for trying a lot of wonky shit out in the regular season. And I don't think you can be stuck in your ways, especially when you know Bam can hit a mid-range shot. Deadman has hit three-point shots before. And uh, and they both play well with with Jimmy. You try shit out. Maybe maybe it works. I don't think it works for a, a, like a sustainable thing that you can start with and, and finish with or anything like that. But it's a look that you might need. And that's something you need to, to practice and, and work on, especially have some plays and, and situational um, uh, preparation for it for. I like um I like what somebody said. I like what uh, Vico Bueno said in chat. If you start Deadman, you lose a backup big. Now, yeah, that's the other thing. And again, so I, somebody else said earlier, it's like, well, if, if you start two bigs, you could just play Ariza backup five because, I mean, it's just Bobby Portis's, Lopez's backup. So, like, you're not really losing a lot, right? Which, by the way, shout out to Bobby Portis being the Heat's best player. Whew, that guy sucks at defense. <laughs> <laughs> 
But the thing, I mean, the thing about that is if you're playing a reset at the five, you're giving up size. He's struggling with Giannis. No, but their point and, is uh, like it, it, you play yeah. backup five when it's Portis, no Giannis. No, no, I get that. But like ideally when you have a small ball five, uh, that guy's hitting shots. Like he's able to space the floor. He's able to to hit, to screen. Ariza's not that great of a screener. And Ariza just hasn't hit shots. We need Ariza to step up, hit in some. They need Ariza. Threes, hope. They they can't win the series if he's going to. They can't win the season. Like yeah, if he if he's if he's a below average player, they can't win without him. To kind of close the door on the Deadman Bam stuff, like I do think that we'll see it. I think that they'll go to it a little bit, and I think that they'll kind of work the lineup around it. And maybe it's like them plus Andre or, or them and Ariza, and, and, and like try to get something going. Maybe maybe Duncan as well, like they, to get some shooting and some movement. Dragic, like they need a little bit of offense, uh, and, and especially like they can isolate sets. They can just like run DHOs or whatever. They can run double drag uh, with, with Dragic and those two bigs. That that seems good. They can do stuff out of horns. They seem willing to yeah. do that which by the way like and, and i don't have anything queued up but like one the other thing i noticed and i did tweet about this they looked like lost when they were running horns and that's like one of their favorite sets and they like running it with a reason bam for jimmy and Giannis was just like pushing a reason out of the way he's like fuck out of here and he starts fronting him off the screen <laughs> i'm just like oh my god <laughs> jimmy's like um right so like jimmy wants to go around the trevor one and Giannis is just like ah moves him out of the way he's in yeah. front and jimmy's like ah what do i do so i mean but that's that's where trevor not hitting shots is a problem because jay was fucking killing the bucks and they couldn't ignore uh, uh, Jay like that because Jay, Jay shot like forty five percent against. No, but it's it's more just like Giannis is using fucking Ariza's a napkin. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's just like that guy's scary. Yeah, the, uh, Trevor's Frankie, too light, man. Frankie, it's fucking crazy that last year they made Giannis look like a lost soul. Like Jimmy had stolen yeah. their soul. Look, we're so far away from that picture of Jimmy screaming and George Hill looking so scared of him. <laughs> like, we're so Jimmy far. dropping. Jimmy dropped the forty burger the first fucking game, and I don't think Bam, Bam and Jimmy combined haven't dropped forty points together yet. It, it's it's crazy and, and like like you look at the lineup data and obviously it's all bad right because that that game is going to ruin any lineup data but you know bam's only like a minus five i'm just like considering everything that's not bad yeah they had a fucking blowout because the thing is is bad no like, that I wasn't just a blowout wants- that was the worst heat loss in a playoff no. game since 2014 minimum yeah maybe no, it, it was it was horrible but but the thing is, is that Bam, even when Bam is scoring, he gives you other things. He brings other things to the table. He's a good defender. But the thing is, is that he's got to fucking compensate for all these bad defenders. All these guys who are one way, who are only on the fucking court to score, aren't scoring. So Bam's got to score too. And it's fucking, it's it's unbelievable to watch that this fucking team. Um, I, the chat chat keeps bringing up Belly as a possibility to you know. Uh, Run him at the five for spacing, uh, you know, live with him get going against Brook lineups or Portis. Um, Vico Bueno doesn't like the Portis belly matchup. Um, I think uh, I, I that's a possibility at home. You maybe you can get belly going. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't. I mean, maybe. I mean, it 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 kind of it kind of is what it is. I don't. I think they can go to it. I, I think the the most likely change in the starting lineup is gonna be Dragic. Yeah. I think the second most like likely change is they start Belly over Ariza. I don't think that's likely, and you know how Spo feels about his vets, but 
that's a possibility. I I think, man, it's it's hard to say. I mean, like everything's on the table, and you know, listen, Eric Spolster started Dexter Pittman. In- We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, in a playoff game that mattered. like Must win. In, a, in, a, in like a, a legitimate playoff game that his job might have been on the line. Right? Like, yeah. Eric Spolster at the time did not have the, the job security at the... Like, that was a fucking... That was that was a moment. And he started Dexter Pittman. So, he's not above anything. It was horrible. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, the Battier saved their Battier saved their season, but Battier forever, Battier shame forever, lifer. But so I, I, I'm not like here saying like, okay, they're they're not going to do this, they're not going to do that, because I mean, Eric Spolster has shown you time and time again that he's willing <laughs> to do anything. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if we get a little bit of, of belly. Uh, it's worth a shot. I mean, I, I tweeted out the other day. Everybody got mad at me for this, Frankie. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping, and the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. I said an element that Miami has lost is the Olenek pick and pop game and Olenek torched Milwaukee. And he didn't play a ton of minutes, right? He played like 300 minutes in the series or in the, like it wasn't a lot or, in, but, or in the, like he was effective and they did not have an answer for pick and pop against Olenek. And they were like plus 20 or something in that series when he played plus 20 net rating. They were murdering him. They were murdering on on offense. And and he was surviving on defense because you kind of stick him on Brook and you're just like, okay, well, that's fine, right? Like he'll survive. They don't have that anymore. They don't have an element of their offense. They don't have a shooting big. Deadman made one three and like the Bucs will not defend him like a shooter at all. They don't even defend Duncan like a shooter. They're they're sure as hell not going to defend Deadman as a shooter. And Deadman's never going to take the volume that's going to hurt them enough. 
So yeah. you're kind of left with this situation where like you run a pick and pop and like nobody gives a shit what they take. And I don't even think the Heat really want that option. They'd rather them go defend the big so they can get something inside. And that's not how the Bucks play. So them losing that element specifically against this matchup with Jay and with Kelly, it really, really hurts. And I, I don't think that's being talked about enough because their offense is being played in a fucking phone booth. Yeah, they Kelly I like I, I Duncan got a ton of the attention offensive uh, defensively last season, uh, and they were really trying to take that away. They did a pretty good job taking Duncan away, but Goron off the dribble as well as Kelly uh, being a three point threat. Like I don't, I don't even remember Tyler having that great of a series against the Bucks. It was really Jay Jay scorching them from from deep. Uh, Jimmy getting to the basket whenever he wants, getting to the line a ton, um, killed them. Uh, Kelly giving all that space, and we talked like we talked about the Kelly and Jimmy lineups at nauseum this season. How great that net, net rating, rating, God! Yeah, that was the fucking best pairing in the league. Um, <laughs> like it's just Ke- what Kelly brings as a, as a screener, as a, a shooter, as a passer. It was it was just it's tough to replicate. And and Bilica, I mean, it's an option. Uh, I don't know if Spo will go to it. They they see him in practice and they see how what his conditioning is. Uh, the frog mentioned that Belly lit it up against the Bucks with three for five uh, last time he played against them. Maybe it's time to unleash the belly again. Belly ball. They I don't know dusted off Solomon Hill to play in the finals. <laughs> Michael Beasley played program. finals minutes. Eric Spolstra is not. By the way, my one of my favorite stats ever is Michael Beasley has played more finals minutes than Derek Rose because Derek Rose has played zero finals minutes. Michael Beasley has played some finals minutes. King. Oh yeah, King. We stand Michael Beasley. All right, um, let's let's kind of end the show with I guess the two big. Well, I guess the three biggest <laughs> things for me. I have four. Well, what kind of offense in general? Uh, let's go real quick on. I don't think a lot has to be said about Dragic. It's been absolutely incredible for them. Good pick and roll player in the series is getting whatever he wants. Specifically, the pull ups there, the floaters there. He is one hundred percent not the fucking problem. He's been great. Yeah. He's given them something that I did not know he still had. Yeah. Like he's getting his diet all on jumpers and floaters, and it's and he's been really effective there. But he's getting to his spots, um, like yeah, before, he's like, to his spot. like decisively. Yeah, the only the biggest thing offensively is that they're not getting to the rim. They're not getting under the basket. They have but that's the Bucks dunks. defense. That's the Bucks. Defense. Yeah, that's the Bucks defense. But they have to make an adjustment. How are they going to adjust and and fix that? Because they can't they can't survive like that. Gogi's the only they're one not gonna, that's kind of greasing the wheels for that. Yeah, and you there was a play where you, we where I uh, I quote tweeted, tweeted that you showed that Jimmy uh, passed out of a, a, a look. He got to he was in the paint and he passed out for three. And that's that's the thing with Jimmy and Bam that they keep pa- getting to the paint and passing out of shots, keep getting open looks, have a lane, passing out of it, passing out of it, passing out of it. They this series is only gonna like we can talk about. Goron and T- Kendrick and Tyler. This series is not going to go anywhere if both of these guys aren't going to be scorers. They need production from w- at least one of them to have a, a, a solid scoring game. They, they, I mean, listen. Last last year they won on the margins. The, Jay Crowder obliterated them. The bench minutes with Kelly were great. They were winning every single marginal battle that they had. Right, they weren't getting yeah. crushed on the on the boards. That they were kind of they got the 50-50 balls. They did yeah. everything they needed to do. They're they're at a talent disadvantage now, so more than last season. And, and by the way, like they're down a guy that was a rotation player. Like, oh, I know Oladipo wasn't like an, a part of this team, 
But they traded a guy who was part of this team in Olenek who was playing well for them. And he's not here anymore. And the guy that they traded for is also not playing. So they're basically just down a rotation player for nothing. And that's that hurts them. That hurts them. And their big situation is a little eh. And whatever. They have Deadman and they're fine. But I mean, the option of Olenek would have helped, right? They're they're not as yeah. deep as they were last season. You know, Solomon Hill would help in this series, you know, funny enough, right? So there's a lot of things. But Goran is not Goran's been really good for them. He's been the one of the lone bright spots. Duncan, uh, Frankie, they ran four DHOs for Duncan and maybe like a couple pick and rolls, right? Where they were kind of staggering screens for him to get off. That's not enough. They need to go at that. I mean, he needs to, they need to do that like eight times a game minimum. Yeah. And that needs to be the fulcrum of their offense because they need to get, they need to punish them for playing that way. And maybe if Jimmy gets going, and then you can start, you know, if, if Duncan is really scaring them, you can kind of ice, you can have some more guard screens because the, the Bucks are kind of showing recovering, which frankly, I think has been interesting because as much as the Bucks are mismatching Hunt the Heat, the Heat can't mismatch Hunt the Bucks because Dante DiVincenzo and, and Pat Connaughton and these smaller guys, when Jimmy would try to hunt for them, Duncan will come screen for him or Tyler or whoever. And these guys are show, recover. Uh, Jimmy's man is ducked way under the screen, daring him to shoot. And Jimmy's just like, no. And he'll just like reset, right? So that's killing their offense because he's not attacking yeah. mismatches because the Bucks aren't letting him and he's not shooting and he's not kind of forcing the issue on there. What he needs to do, like, like I, I know basketball sense is take that jumper. What he needs to do is take that space and attack it, probe it, get to the line, get to the paint, create pressure on the defense, um, get advantages, Create that advantage. You have that all that space. Attack it. I don't care if it's Giannis. Attack his body. Get him in foul trouble. Uh, you do you remember how good the, the Heat were last year when Giannis was on the court? They outscored. They killed him. The the only game the Bucks won was when Giannis was out. They were killing him. They Absolutely were killing them when Giannis was on the court. They can't. They they made him a non-factor. I'm, I'm gonna pull year, up. The, he, go and I'll keep going. No, I'm saying this year that. They've played to his strengths and made him uh, and and not taken away anything away from him. They, I'm going to pull up this play kind of on how the Bucks are, are kind of defending these guard screens because th- that man, the Heat made their money last season. I, I I made a video about it that I tweeted out, but I, I think this is a really nice example from Game Two <clears throat> that we can see. So if we uh like they they need to find advantages where they can. And they just haven't been able to. What are you laughing at? Uh, the chat. They said uh, Vic trade seems shitty now that he was in- injured, even though he called it. But I mean, I, I'm not mad about the Oladipo trade because they went for it. They took a shot. You know, they took a they shot. Didn't give them much. I, 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 you and me were clamoring that they, if they could get trade Iguodala for and, and keep Kelly, that would have been better for them. Uh, yeah. But that probably wasn't on the table. Um, somebody at Air Sims asked, why does our transition offense suck? Uh, they don't have great athletes. They're not going to outrun anybody in there. And they don't have a, a guy who can, uh, get gravity out with the ball as a shooter. So they, they're easy to defend. Let's, uh, let's take a look at this. this Winning shot for the Bucks. So right here, Jimmy 
is has the ball. This is then this this is perfect because this is in transition, right? So Jimmy gets yeah. the ball. Bucks do a great job. They get back. Look at Duncan. Duncan's gonna come up to set this little brush screen, and boom. Dante does a hard show and recover. That's not a switch. He kind of jumps out. No switch. Look at Middleton ducking way, way under. And then Dante recovers to, to Duncan. Now look at this. Jimmy does not look. There's a seam. Chris Middleton is not like 100% squared in front of Jimmy. Jimmy could have taken a hard dribble into the paint, force a rotation, force a hand in, try to get a foul, or even a, a one or two dribble pull up. But look, instead he kind of stops, looks to pass to Ariza, gives it over there. Kind of Giannis gets out to recover, and then here we go. Now we're running a bam post up, and that's just not the offense you want. You don't want to turn around jumper in the post for him. That's not that's not what you want. So yeah, yeah. Zach Zach mentioned in the chat that Jimmy was uh, he thought Jimmy was going to run right through Middleton and stop, but you saw look at Jim, how Jimmy approached that. He's at the top of the key and he's trying to run offense instead of for like uh, be aggressive. Like hey, we need we want to steal one here on the road. Uh, he's trying to make plays and just run the offense. That's that's another place where they really miss Goron. Uh, Goron as as the offensive guy, uh, as the lead playmaker on offense uh, last year, he knows when to, to to be a playmaker and when to score. He has he's got he's didn't always know how to do that. He's at that stage of his career where he's a fucking master at that, and he would have dictated that. He would have had had the gravity um, and and forced the issue there. Um, but you know, Jimmy's being a, a playmaker there and he's, he's not always going to look for his shots. We've seen him and bam, both pass out of shots they should take or, and looks they should take. And that's, that's just fucking annoying. I, and even when Jimmy caught the ball, when, when Jimmy catches the ball up on the, on the weak side, he's, he's, a, uh, or, uh, one-on-one with Middleton instead of just attacking Middleton, Middleton is a really good defender. Fucking a t- drive against him, try to get create pressure, and then kick out for an open shot. The Bucks were also in foul trouble a lot of times last time, last playoff series. And like they just they gotta get him. Like they gotta make him feel pressure. They're not the Heat are 100 percent playing. They are not dict as Zach Lowe likes to say, they are not dictating the terms of engagement. They are 100 percent doing whatever the Bucks tell them to. The Bucks are like, exactly. you do this. They're not making them pay they're just they're doing every every shot that he take especially in game two was something that the bucks wanted them to take and you're never going to win a basketball game against a good team doing that you're just not bam's the uh, other guy defensive team i mean they weren't even great this season they were they were like they were i think they were 10th or 11th so it's not like they were great but they've gone no, no, to their they, base that we know is yeah, great. But, yeah and they have great defenders it's not yeah. it, like the 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 pro- production hasn't been great for the seats but that's be largely because they were trying. They were implementing a lot of new players, and they were also trying different things out. Bro, these like people switching. are trying to exercise their demons. Yeah. They are this is not gonna be easy. And the Heat just have not I mean, game one, they they, they looked fine, right? Even though Jimmy and Bam didn't really give them what they wanted, but you, you thought, okay, well, if as long as they improve that and the rest stays, you know, you, you really have a chance. And, and the, that just hasn't been the case. Let's get to Bam for a little bit before we kind of close out, Frankie. I, I thought he showed a little bit of life. I think defensively he's been good. I, I don't think any of this is really his fault. Um, he could play a little better, but I think once kind of he gets in his offensive rhythm, that stuff will come yeah. a little easier. But he's not even doing the over switching like he like no, he used they to have do. him in drop. I mean, they're he's, yeah. again. He's fine. He's not been the issue, right? And and I think the Bucks are are specifically not attacking him because they know he's good, right? The, the reason has been the problem, whatever. 
on offense, he doesn't look he doesn't look to the basket. He's indecisive, not looking to pull up, not looking to do anything. Uh, overpassing. I thought they got he was getting downhill a little bit. I do think he's a lot stronger than a lot of these dudes, and he really has to kind of understand that. Um, I I want a little bit more. Of, you know, Frankie, a play that they did against, and they've done this, but with guards. They need to do what they did Bam against Brooklyn, where you have Duncan kind of screen the middle of the floor and you run Bam off and at least try to get him going like in motion to catch the ball because you got to give him a different look. It just can't be stand at the top of the handoff with a D because he's not comfortable doing that. And we can talk about, well, you just got to, you look upset. You like, you just can't say like, oh, well, you got to be different. Well, like, I think they're going to have to help him because I don't really know if he's not going to take the initiative himself, you got to fucking make him. Fuck you, G. You were stealing my whole pregame. Oh, I was. Take. This is everything. No, me and Alex I, were saying. I, I am you agreeing with you. Us. I'm saying. I'm. I'm saying. Yes. I just said I agree with you. You've been saying this, and no, it, they got a. The yeah, he's just not going to change. It's who he is. But uh, one of the thing, one of the other things that like, like I, I'm 100 patient with Bam because uh, just because like I remember how far he's fucking come, bro. He didn't have a jumper until last year, and now we're supposed to count on it as the number one option uh, to beat one of the the most talented playoff teams out here in a playoff series. Like, like we have to fucking differentiate our looks. He's he's getting the same look, and he hasn't been able to do that. They're not running any counters to it. Brook Lopez is under the fucking rim. Put, some, put somebody to screen him so he's fucking stuck under there and and Bam has a lane to the fucking hoop or or one-on-one against uh, DiVincenzo or Middleton. I don't give a fuck. I love that, not that doing screen anything. in the middle of the floor um, to get him there. They're not. He's not even getting active as a roller, Frankie. That's the other thing. And that's no. on that's on Jimmy more than Bam. I mean, they got to they got to go four out and fucking get him downhill or some shit because this is it, it's been bad. He's not getting yeah. anything. He's gotten a couple Nothing. rolls off scrambles, but I mean that's on Goran. That's on Jimmy. They gotta get him going. They just gotta. In in, in game one, uh, I noticed that Tyler and and Nunn had options on the DHOs and the and the pick, pick and rolls with Bam to hit him, but they saw it a split second late where the that's, gap closed that's up already. Story of their season, and that's yeah. that's that's those are the progressive reads that they got to learn to make. Yeah, they have to they have to get better and improve there. But Jimmy Bam and Bam see it. Jim, Jimmy and Gogi see it. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy and Gogi see it and, and they do a good job. But um they they need to hit him earlier and get him rolling to the rim, going to the rim, and 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 Sp- and Spo needs to say, hey, early on, like we want like bam, we're going downhill with you. Like we'll take those looks. You go go to the rim, get get to the line, get uh, force the issue too. More DHOs kind of go to that more. Jimmy Butler cannot have three pick and roll ball handling possessions. That that just has to that has to be in the tens. That that just that that that's inexcusable to me. He has to be more involved in their offense. Uh, one Frankie, one thing I will say, one good thing about it is Jimmy's triggered more handoffs uh, lately, and I think that's been yeah. good. If if the Bucks are going to drop against him, I think he's recognized that, and the built-in counter is. Okay, well, we will hand off for Duncan. And they did it a couple times early in the game and they stopped. Duncan had four handoffs. Jimmy had two. Bam had two. So I think the natural thing is okay, well, if you're going to play really off me like this, right? If you're going to do that, all that little cute show and recover, or you're going to like really duck way, way under, uh, handoff to, to that is an easy counter. And Jimmy as a roller is good. Jimmy screening for Drogic with an empty left side is not something we've seen a lot of. 
I would like a little bit more of that. You can put Ariza and Duncan a, a, on one more side. More empty actions, uh, uh, period, too. Yeah, like it's just something that Spose really liked and something that they've done a really good job of. And, and if you can kind of shift the help away from one side and you kind of give Jimmy a lane to either stop and pop for a jumper or just head to Goran the rim too. with Goran. Yeah, I, I just think it's it's really beneficial. That's just not stuff they've they've done. And again, Eric Spolstra is a Hall of Fame coach who's incredible. They're going to watch. They, they already know this. So, yeah, but it's something that I would like to see more of a uh, couple with the zone, couple with all these lineup things we've talked about. Uh, Frankie, I don't feel good about this series. I'm not going to lie to our audience. I'm not going to kind of bring the hype machine. Uh, I, I don't feel good. I do think that there are things that they can do that they can give themselves a chance. I do think that they're at a massive talent disparity. I don't know how they defend. Uh, there's too much size on the Bucks, and I don't think their guards are going to magically get better. It's just their weakness all year, and I'm surprised that it didn't happen last year. Um, this is who they are, and I'm a little worried because Holiday has been an issue for them. They have no answer for Drew Holiday other than what we said, maybe trap him. But again, you're now, now you're getting Giannis rolling and all this stuff. So I don't I don't know how well this can go for them. They have they have moves to play. I don't feel great about them winning another game, but I know that you feel a lot better than I do. I feel confident that uh, the guys can win a couple games. I don't know if they can win the series. Uh, the talent disparity is, is a lot bigger than last year. Uh, we have to, would have to see big performances from Bam, Jimmy, uh, uh, and somebody else. Like it can't. It has to be. We need. They need tre- a Trevor. They need a Kelly. They need five guys this series to win this. To win this series, uh, they they can. I I can count on Jimmy and Bam to get it going. We know Goran's been getting it going. Who are the other two? That's my biggest question. Who are the other two? I I know Deadman can contribute. I don't know if he's the fourth best guy on a on a playoff uh, team. You know, I don't know if he's able to do that. Uh, I I they need something out of Tyler. They need Duncan. Uh, they can get Duncan going. He could possibly be that fourth. Who's that fifth guy? Who's going to be that fifth guy? And who are they? How are they going to close games? Because uh, that first game, you know, a lot a lot was talked about. Jimmy and Bam having terrible games. They, it wasn't enough talking about they didn't have a fifth guy to close that game that they could rely on. If Tre- if Trevor was a, a threat that game, they could they would have won that game. The Knicks, by the way, are losing by 10 points. Randall is 0 for 3. Let's go. Has not had a good series against the Hawks so far. We got to see how that goes. At least we can take John Collins, offseason. Let's go. Plant Poppy says, you need some guts, G. Stop acting like a puss. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm bottomed out. Fresh Frankie in the group chat, I'm I'm all doom and gloom. I'm, I'm giving you, listen, I want to be honest with you guys. I don't want to lie and sell you guys my false hope. I, I like to be transparent with you guys. Um, This is who I am. I, I am who I am. I, I can only be me. So I mean that that's just that's just kind of how I'm feeling. That's how you're feeling, Frankie. I will say this as we close out. We're gonna see what this team's really made of tomorrow. Absolutely. I think they have not faced because the adversity that because I mean that playoff run they were playing from ahead every series until the Lakers, but they were hurt. They were they were hurt. Their guys were not healthy, and not not that they had a built in excuse, but. It was a little different. Nobody, they were not expected to win. Like it was different. They were expected to do better than this. And they're missing, they're not missing guys really other than Oladipo, but nobody cares. Jimmy has looked bad 
and Bama's looked bad. And Jimmy is under heat nationally, which I think is funny because he's like, so I saw somebody tweet out. It's like, oh, Jim, Jimmy uh, tricked everyone with his hard work brand. He, he, he's a fucking all NBA player this season. Shut the fuck up. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, honestly, like, shut up. Like, you don't, it's like, Frankie, I was so mad yesterday because so many fucking people that don't watch this team, that haven't watched this team all year, want to come in now. Matt Moore, all you other national people, and start talking about giving your sweeping heat opinions based off one game. When I know you Get haven't him. watched the team that much. You haven't. And, and, and I'm I'm sick and tired of that. And I'm sick and tired of the idea of, of the bubble fraud and this and that. Because the idea of the bubble is that it helps your offense. Right? So the idea that your offense is going to get better because you're playing in these antiseptic environments without fans, without this, without travel, without blah, and the Heat were a shitty road team, blah, 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 blah. Their fucking offense took a hit. Their offense wasn't as good in the bubble as it was in the regular-ass season with fans when they were seventh in offense, almost fifth. When Duncan was shooting the lights out and all their guys, Tyler shot better in the regular season in in, in arenas with fans than he did in the bubble. That's just a misconception. What Tyler took a leap in the bubble was as a pick and roll ball handler. It was not as a shooter. A finisher. As a finisher and a pick and roll. That's not bubble. That's he got better because he was young and he had fucking five months to practice. Right? And the yeah. people that are lazy and they're like, eh, no Jay Crowder, eh, bubble fraud. It's like you didn't watch the fucking team. They got their shit together. Their switch defense, which they had implemented as soon as Jay and Andre got there, was not ready. They had time to go over to watch film, to learn, to prepare. They had a little mini training camp before, and they were able to kind of get their ducks in a row when they went on this run. They got very favorable matchups, and nothing they did was, like, crazy. Nobody out—Goran is the only dude that you can point to and say, that dude outperformed his regular season. He's the only one. And he's a former all-star. And and that's what you get when you give a fucking 35-year-old a couple months rest. Nobody says shit about and AD shooting in the bubble. Nobody says exactly. shit about LeBron, who, by the way, the has been class. hurt every year he's a Laker. That fucking time off helped his ass, too. Exactly. So, no, And you know what, what drives me fucking nuts? Is every team had that five months off. Every team in the bubble was in the fucking bubble. You could have all fucking gotten, gotten your Nobody called together. Phoenix a you, bubble fraud. Nobody called Phoenix a bubble had, hype. You could have all used that training camp to get your shit together. Oh, the Miami Heat were more focused and crazy and, and focused in that bubble situation. Sorry, you guys are fucking soft. And I find it hilarious that the Bucks are, fans are calling the Heat bubble frauds because we whooped that ass in the bubble. If we're frauds, what the fuck were you last season, dude? It, it it's it's so frustrating, and and I, I'm just sick and tired of these people that haven't watched this team and that are like, oh well, uh, this this tells us a lot, bro. Shut the fuck up. This happened earlier in the season. The Heat lost by by forty points, forty plus points in December. They lost by 40-plus to the same Bucks team. They did not have Jimmy. And you know what they did the next night, Frankie? Literally the next night against the Bucks? Without Jimmy, too. They won by 11 points. Yep. Right? So I've seen this. I saw that game already. That game was not new to me. I saw that shit. I saw it. That's not new. But for people, it was new because they didn't fucking watch this team. They don't give a shit. They don't watch. And that's how this is. Right, if, say it, G. I, they've watched more Nick games than they have Heat games. Which, by the way, they say it, G. They're frauds. They're analyst frauds, as Tony Fiorentino say says. Pseudo analytics. Say I'm sick it, of G. it. Eden, say it, G. 
six. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.